and this is going and we did it welcome to our podcast guys welcome to the podcast zoe i want to say first and foremost that you killed it last week thank you thank you Mm -hmm. for picking up the ball and the baton and hitting the ball with the baton out of the park and running with it out of the hit it out of the park um as you know by our new format that we stick to every week no matter what we answered questions on the podcast not no matter what we didn't do it last week we didn't do it last week but because of that we're doing but i feel like we had such a fun podcast we did totally had a fun conversation and it was nice because um we hadn't sat down for a couple weeks now it's my favorite time of the podcast where zoya finds a stray face hair on her microphone and decides what to do with it. And it's always make a face and dispose of it. <laughs> Cause I know it's not coming from my own face. Yeah. And I know it's, uh, a certain other gentleman's stuff and it's, it kind of grosses me out. Anyone with face hair who isn't you. And now the face hair is super close to your mouth. Mm. That's, that's a displeasing mm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's think of a pleasing feeling. Pouring marmalade onto pancakes, pouring syrup on pancakes is pleasing. Taking a hot shower on a cold day. Taking a hot shower on a cold day. Pleasing. But tucking yourself into a blanket on a cold day. Pleasing. Putting on warm socks out of the dryer. Putting on socks out of the dryer is a great one. Putting on warm jeans out of the dryer. (sighs) Having someone else's face hair in your mouth. Not pleasing. Not pleasing. Not pleasing. Not kind of a displeasing feeling. Very displeasing. Speaking of pleasing, we'd like to answer some of your questions this week. Wait, can I tell a funny story before we start that? I'm actually busy. Okay. First question. So, no, what is uh, it? <laughs> so I don't think we touched on, on the, the actual wedding uh, last week. Oh. And... We had such a great time. Mike did such a great job. And oh, thank you. And you looked so handsome. And I just thank you for all that you do. And I just, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you too. You I, also did a phenomenal job. Thank you. Um, being, you're not only a great, I was going to say first lady. That's not it. Bride's maid of main, honor. Main, main bitch. Main trend. No. Main bitch no. of honor. Yes. And um, you did a great job with your duties during that. And you also do a great job just as a friend. You're, Thank you. And somebody even uh, complimented you on how much of a great friend you are by just observing you from the outside. Yeah. And they didn't have to do that. Yeah. And they don't need or want anything from you. Mm-hmm. Do you know how great of a friend you have to be outwardly? for a stranger who's not involved in any of it to come out of their way to say you're a great friend. It was very sweet and it was very nice. And her aunt was very complimentary Yes, and asked me if I was, <laughs> if I was for hire, yeah, best friend <laughs> made for it, hire. made of honor for hire. Yeah. She's like, I've never seen anything quite like it. And it was very sweet, but that's not the story I wanted to tell. Um, so I, I ended up meeting up with Jackie and Morgan a couple days prior. Again? No, I'm just Dude, kidding. for real? Okay. Um, 
so I ended up meeting up. We flew in on a Tuesday. Wednesday, I ended up meeting up with Jackie and Morgan for dinner. I met them at their house. I had gone and picked up a bunch of stuff on Tuesday. Uh, and we just kind of, we did a lot, right? So I meet them up. And Morgan is, uh, Morgan's dad is sick. So there was a, you know, feelings and all kinds of things were happening. And um, they're the kids next door. They're kind of motherfuckers that live next to them. And they have like shitty neighbors on either side. Sure. And sometimes you do. The kids had friends over. And now they're anywhere from like, they're, I think one's like nine or 10. The other one's like 14, 15, maybe 16. And they're pieces of shit. And they had their piece of shit friends over. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there watching them uh, do shitty things and be shitty people. And all of a sudden. You watched all this happen? I watched all of this happen. Yeah. So. And let's w- not pretend just because kids are kids that they're not pieces of shit oh no they're fucking absolute pieces of shit yeah so i ended up watching them they started to (laughs) they had a basketball a blue basketball and a sledgehammer and they started hitting the basketball with the sledgehammer and it smashed into their chairs that they have outside their lawn chairs they're like these like cute little like anirondacks chairs yeah that they have outside can and i then, can i say something yes hitting a basketball with <laughs> a sledgehammer is a terrible terrible idea. so after the third time it hit the house morgan grabs the ball because it rolled into their into their uh into their yard yeah and they have like a weird like the property line is really weird so their front lawn is like really really wide mm-hmm. and then it kind of triangles off sure and so the the friend hit the ball into the yard for the last time and Morgan had had it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tensions are high. There's a lot going on. A couple days before the wedding, Morgan's had it. And I don't blame him. Yeah. So think about all the things that you've done to your neighbors throughout the years. And you're like, oh, that was just mean Mr. McGregor's house or whatever. Yeah. When your ball went over into his lawn yeah. for the thousandth time yeah. that he's like trying to reseed or something. There's always a reason. So Morgan grabs a ball and he's like, why don't you guys go play out in the backyard? And he was like, I'm not playing in the backyard. I'm not fucking playing in the backyard. And Jackie's walking Luna, their yeah. dog. <laughs> and... He's like, no, man. He's like, that's my fucking lawn. Why don't you go? You've hit the house several times with that. Stop doing it. Like, stop. Just fucking stop. Mm -hmm. He's not swearing at them. Obviously, I don't know how to not swear. Yes. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that, but I am a truck driver. Did seeing you on TV would be like actual TV? Oh, it would never. It would just be bleep, 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 bleep. That's them introducing you. Bleep, bleep, bleep. This is why I fucked thousand. So the kids start talking shit and Jackie's got the dog and the little like eight, nine, ten year old starts piping up. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what'd you say, little mama? And I literally, <laughs> I died. I died. It was the funniest thing. And of course, Jackie is just, she's so funny. Yeah. And Anybody that has had the chance to to meet her, as she was in New York with us a few times, she comes to a lot of the shows, and anytime she's here, she tries to catch a show, and she is just 
she's one of my favorite people between yeah. her and Mary. They're both, both of my best friends are just the funniest, most greatest people ever. Very East so Coast people. yeah, they're just, they're great. So yeah. little mama calling an eight year old little mama. Little was mama my or big favorite. mama? Big mama. Big mama. Big mama. That's the one. Oh. Dude, sometimes um, <laughs> when you're a little shit, you will remain a little shit for the rest of your natural uh-huh. life if you never get checked. Yes. And we don't get to choose. Sometimes we're lucky enough to have parents who check us. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you get checked at school by some bigger kid yeah. or some kid who's just a little bit quicker than you mm-hmm. in one way or another. It was great. Getting checked by a grown-up stranger mm-hmm. is quite possibly one of the biggest, fastest ways to learn Alaska. Yeah, they immediately went over into the Are driveway. Are you hearing this show? Yeah. In your, okay, that's all that matters. They went into me. the driveway, and then <laughs> you know, they started right there. Go put that put that in. Let okay. me help you. You start. Was it just not all the way in? Maybe there it goes. Thank yes. you so much. You're so welcome. And that, you guys, has been our show. I did. Just that. kidding. And that was my fault, and I did that. Um, yes. So they're wonderful. And uh, so important to, and, and that's the thing. It's not your responsibility to check that kid. Yeah, no. But the kid has to get checked. Yeah. Because the kid is, you don't, you can't just do whatever you want. No. At, at um, no matter what age. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you could do a lot more of whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But if it involves ruining somebody else's day or disrespecting someone yeah. in some way, you get checked. Dude, let me tell you something. My mom would have fucking killed us if we ever talked back to the neighbors. Yeah. We were never supposed to respect adults, dude. And if you don't respect your parents (laughs) and if you're let, if that was always the case, it's like the kids who had kind of a shitty time at home Mm -hmm. were the ones to disrespect other like grownups and parents. When you're when your parents let you like do whatever, I'll never understand that mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Uh, thank God. If you think that anybody is a cool adult, it's probably because their parents didn't just let them do whatever. A hundred percent. Even if sometimes you know, not all parents are perfect. No. By far. Yeah. Um, common sense statement. Yeah. But. Even if you're a shitty parent and you and you don't let your kid run amok and do whatever they want, that's a valuable you have to do that. Yeah. If you put your and I'm just drawing from memory here, penis <laughs> in a, a guy, put your penis into a woman and and uh and you poop a baby. <laughs> It's your responsibility to not let that kid fucking do whatever it wants yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you have to teach that kid that you can't do that. Yes. That's your job. Yes. hundred percent. So that they don't get checked by strangers. Yes. Who wants their kid to get checked by a stranger? No, nobody. No one. But that's, don't you pay people to do that by sending sending them to the school system. Yes. I got checked by thousands of teachers. Oh. Every year I would do something that yeah. would get me checked by a teacher, by a summer camp counselor, by the cops, 
by security, Fairfield University security, by the dean of Fairfield University, by there was a grown up there stranger to check me every step of the <laughs> yes. way. And thank you. And thank thank the community that raised me. Yes. It does it does it takes a village, you guys. You know who checks you the least? Who? Your grandparents. I know. Although my grandmother <laughs> was a bitch, right? No, excuse me. You tell me about random. No. Listen, I'm just trying to put pieces together. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I know that you have, sometimes I can't keep track, but you have relatives that are not good. And you oh, tell yeah. me, and I don't know names. Yeah. So you were just like, and on this, on, on this person's side was bad. Yes. And I'm supposed to just keep all this information. Yeah, but when anytime I talk about Nona, Nona in her old age has gotten mean. I didn't think you were talking about Nona. Yeah. Like I would ever say anything cross <laughs> yeah, no. about Nona. No, I know you wouldn't. But. Damn, do I wish I can go back in time and just not even speak for a second. <laughs> um, she's gotten mean in her old age and it's very, I find it hilarious. I mean, she just turned 88. Yeah. So... She has a license to say whatever the fuck she wants. You called her small and she said, that's God made me that yeah. way. Yeah. How was your grandmother on the other side of your family? She was awful. And I knew it. Yeah. Thank God she, I had an out. She was there. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was terrible. <laughs> and you just said my grandmother, right? As, yeah, but I automatically assume that you know that I'm talking about Nana. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't really talk about my dad's side. Ever. Unless you're... Pissed off. Pissed off. Yes. So I was, there was a part of me that was not completely out of okay. the way. <laughs> that's fair. And I would hear those stories recently because we just went home and that's mm-hmm. when a lot of the family stories come out. Yeah. Oh man. Backtrack of the century. <laughs> um, known as God's gift to this yes, earth. She really is. She really is. She takes no bullshit. She's an, a cherubic angel sent from She heaven. makes me want to learn uh, Albanian. Yeah. And I never will. Great. These are the questions we have for this week's episode. I'm going to do the one that I thought of. We'll do a couple of them. Okay. We normally do one, but since we uh, did none last week, we'll do a couple. Okay. I'm going to read you the one first that I remember that I thought of uh, answer almost instantly for. Okay. And when you think of an answer almost instantly, it's because that's a gut instinct. Mm Mm-hmm. And more often than not, your gut instinct is what you go with. It's, it's when you think about it too much where you really fuck yourself in the face. It's because most of the time it's correct. So? And I'm going to read these exactly like I transcribed them. Wrong. You guys, it's going to be wrong. Not wrong because of transcribing. Wrong because of typos in the original question. I love this. I love this. My girlfriends say that my compliments sound sarcastic and too positive. What do? Let me tell you what I thought of instantly. I don't know these people. Uh-huh. But if somebody says to me, all of your... Somebody who I'm in a romantic relationship says, your compliments sound sarcastic and too positive you have to do one of two things maybe both if you want to double down okay one check your tone okay who's the problem 
check your tone and be honest. If you're one of those people who have a hard time expressing your emotions, Uh if it's weird for you to say good shit about your friends because you weren't raised like that Uh or it makes you feel weird or you think saying nice things about your friends is gay, you need to (laughs) say what you feel. If you have this defense mechanism for your own feelings that you need to be over the top whenever you give compliments, Uh you need to check your tone. If that's not the case, you need to help your girl get some confidence. Yes. Because only one of those two things is happening. Yes. Um, I think that it might be the partner. What are you looking for? Everything. Yes. Um, I think it might be the partner not being able to take a compliment. That's the first thing I thought, but I also wanted to see both sides just in case. Sure. Because I've heard the people who it's way less frequent. It's way less frequent, but I've heard people who, you know, being genuine and being vulnerable, uh, makes them a little uncomfortable to the point where they have to do a voice or put on a song and dance Mm -hmm. Because they can't just say, you know, me and you are very well versed at being like, you're beautiful, you're a fucking good partner, you um, pick up the slack, and I appreciate you so much. That That, sounds sarcastic to me. Well, eat a dick, because I really meant it. And that's not on me. Because I said all those things, and I meant it, and because of how you took it, that is a good example of... That's on you. Yes, 100%. It did take me a long time to learn how to take a compliment. Also a difficult thing. Yes. It's not an easy thing for a lot of people to be able to take a compliment and actually say thank you genuinely, right? That shows you how much weight is put on the conversation because it's not easy to take a, a compliment right? and it's not easy for some people to be vulnerable and in touch with their feelings enough to give a genuine compliment. Right. So if somebody's doing that, you got to come halfway and not, um, totally deflect the compliment. Right. So for, for years I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, that's, that's sweet. Yeah. Or, or you whatever. say something like, uh, yeah. detrimental no. to yourself. Yeah. 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 Like, Oh, well, 20 minutes ago, I looked like a fucking trash bag, Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, say thank you, dog. Right. And there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll say something to, you know, and I think it's it's a learned thing, right? Yeah. Not to throw my mom under the bus, but it's like... How dare you? Your mom is a wonderful woman. She is. She's... So is your grandmother Incredibly your wonderful and beautiful and funny and smart, and I love my mom to death. Yes. But She's even my you. mom, you know... It would be like, mom, you look so beautiful today. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, mom, just say thank you. That's yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. just say thank you. Yeah. So I think it is like definitely like a learned thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, thank you. Dude, I have you a know? big time problem with that. I remember uh, when I first started stand up, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome through the roof. Yeah. So I had a very hard time taking compliments. And I would immediately say, now I kind of do it to be funny. Mm-hmm. But um, if somebody was like, oh, great job, I would be, I would have been like, well, I bombed yesterday. Or, yeah. Like you should have seen me again yes. five minutes ago or yeah. whatever. Right. I would 100% do that all the time. Um, I did it with music for a very, very long time. Even if you tell me now that you liked early 
pieces of my music, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll disagree with you so vehemently. And I'll be like, well, you're not very good at liking music <laughs> or something along yeah, those yeah. lines. Um, but it is, it's like you got to meet somebody halfway when they're being vulnerable and, and open with you. Yeah. If you're going to put yourself on the line to mm-hmm. put yourself in kind of a, a vulnerable spot, uh, that's, that's something and that you don't, um, you don't, that doesn't open you up to like, you don't deserve anything from that, mm-hmm. but there should be a, um, recognition of thank you for being open. Yeah. Uh, in the other, like it, it shouldn't be dis your ability to be open shouldn't be dismissive. Yeah. Dismissed. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny going back to people like liking your music and whatever, but people have liked butt rock forever. It wasn't butt rock. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that yours is butt rock, but you know, if you think that people have bad taste in music, like you said, that's not, it's not, okay, this how is not how compare I yes. my Falzone and the Papermint Clip to butt rock. You know who loves butt rock? Your mom. Your boy, Rob Devereux. Is that right? Yeah. I always say his name, his last name wrong, but I'm going to say it wrong. Rob DeVille. DeVille. <laughs> um, what else you got? Is he a Creed guy? I don't, oh, I don't know. Should we ask? There's some butt rock that I'll always like. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I consider butt rock what happened after the 90s. Okay. Like the 90s had Pearl Jam. Which was a band like Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. Like they created that, right? And then bands like Stone Temple Pilots. And... Dude, and stuff like that. And then... Uh, Just trying to finish up this thought. And then... Was that uh, Interstate something? I fucking love that song. I'm thinking... I'm sorry. I'm going to kill myself. Go, go. So the rock that came after that like the early 2000s mm-hmm. like creed and like um system of a down no system of a down's its own thing too that's not butt rock either there are like dude like a lot of if you listen to early to mid 2000s wrestling theme music mm-hmm. in the WWE yeah. a lot of that is like factory butt rock mm-hmm. There were the bands that evolved from grunge Mm -hmm. and then it started to be, once they hit big, there was like a subset of um, like less than carbon copies of like doing imitation of this thing. It Mm -hmm. happens every time something blows up is there's a thousand things that copy it and try to make money riding its coattails. That's what I consider uh, butt rock. Can we My friend Bill... And Twistle. And Twistle. Loves all <laughs> butt rock. I love him. He also loves Journey. Yes. And that's great. Yeah. It's good to have a mix in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, But he openly loves butt rock. I love that. I love that for him. Hold on. Can I call Rob and ask him what butt rock he likes? Mm-hmm. 
his picture. Yeah, he's, he's a cute so boy. Cute. Tell so him to open cute. his eyes. I like Creed when they first came out. I'm going to be totally honest with you. They had the song called One, and it was like the second MP3 I ever downloaded. I can remember my first two or three MP3s. You make me complete. No, my own. My own. Rob. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Hey, yes. Hi, so, uh, I wanted to ask you, do you like Creed? Do I like Creed? No, Creed is always one of those bands I heard about, but I never actually listened to. What's your favorite butt rock band? Butt rock? Yeah, don't you love butt rock? What's butt rock? <laughs> See? This dude doesn't even know. Yes, he does Who know. threw Rob under the bus? You and know said, who Rob, threw Rob under the bus. Well, Lexi lives under the bus because she's <laughs> one foot seven. Rob? I, I like Coheed. That's who I like. No, Coheed's not butt rock. Somebody said, somebody, probably somebody tall, said, you said that you love butt rock. So now Zoya has this information in her head. That you love butt rock. So she was going to call you and ask you what your favorite butt, butt rock bands are. I don't know. Does Linkin Park count? I feel like these days they're considered butt rock. I think so. I think so. Now looking back. Mm. Like mm-hmm. sad boy rock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm When I think of butt rock, I think of like early to mid 2000s bands. Yeah. Okay. That sang from the very top of their throat through their nose. <laughs> That's very specific. Yes. Mm. We're on like that. But she, yeah. so did you hear what Zoya just did? What'd she do? She started singing Stone Temple Pilots, which I do not believe to be butt rock. It sounds like butt rock because they're 90s alternative rock, and then everyone who copied them worse is butt rock. Mm. Uh, Okay, okay, yeah, that's. I love that song though. You're goddamn right, and you're you're here, Zoe. Like stained, black stained is butt rock. In my in my opinion, now you're thinking Soundgarden, which is kind of the transition between. Yeah, because Soundgarden was a great band, but they were also late '90s with all those other right. Stone Temple Pilots and all that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And Chris huh. Cornell, God rest his soul, would be very upset with you saying that <laughs> he was butt rock. Yeah. He definitely would. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So anyway, Rob, I was. I'm here to rescue you from underneath the bus. Rob, I love you. Thank you for answering, and thank you for being part of this week's podcast. Of course, anytime. I love you both. You should start your own podcast called Thank You for Being Part of This Week's Podcast. Also, (laughs) I can't wait to see you guys soon. Hmm. Yeah, we just planned a bunch of it last night, so looking forward to it. Love this. Let's go see a concert. Stone Temple Pilots are in town. (laughs) Only Butt Rock. I'll talk to you soon, Rob. Okay. (laughs) How dare you? Um. Second question. Next question. Oh, this is, uh, I would direct this towards you because we've talked about this recently. Okay. Do you believe in the one or just making a good relationship work with someone you love? 
What are you looking for, babe? That's um, how I did it as a bit. I believe that you can have several the ones, you mm. know, and I think that it's uh, in a time, depending on what time of your life you meet someone, right? Yeah, like if you're uh, widowed. If you're widowed, if, you know, like we talked about a relationship that you had had and you got broken up with. And you thought that that was the one Absolutely. forever. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, you only know what you think you know. Yeah. Um, I believe in several. <laughs> when I said this to Vyolta and Mike in the car, because I was talking about the speech that I was trying to write, which I never ended up writing for that wedding. Can I make a little mm-hmm. correction on what I just said? Yes. You only know what you know. So a lot of times you don't even know what you think you know. True. Because you don't. You yes. only know what you know. Yeah. Anyway, you were talking about the speech, um, the wedding speech. So I was having a really hard time writing a speech, right? And I had said to Mike and my sister Vyolta, who did the makeup, who did an amazing job on mm-hmm. for the makeup. She did. Uh, she's a great... She just really great at makeup, and I wish she would become a makeup artist. She's she a great anesthetician. Um... No, makeup artist. Thank you. Uh, And I had said something along the lines of, you know, I feel like you can have several soulmates, you know, because I feel like Jackie and Mary are soulmates of mine. Yeah. And you guys like laughed so hard at me, but I was like, what? It's true. Like, I don't think that there's just one soulmate out there for people. I think that you have several because it's indifferent and it doesn't have to be you know, in a, in a a romantic type of way, you know, I feel like soulmates come in all different, in different relationships, you know? Um, and I think I was lucky enough to find three of mine. Yeah. You know, I only thought it was really funny because you were going to say it in a wedding speech. I know. On the day where you're supposed to be marrying your one true soulmate. Yeah. But then I was going to loop it in, you know, like, you could actually have several soulmates. I did say in the in just the in speech, case this doesn't work out for you guys. My speech was fucking awesome too. It was except the, for one part. It was good. Do you guys want really, to hear it? You really turned a lot of people off with one part. Do Do you want me to play it up until that point? The feedback that I got was that you really kind of ate balls at one part, but no. most of it was very good. You guys, I can't wait to play some of the first what half a minute for you because individually everyone at the wedding came up to me and said you kind of blew it at one at one part but everything else was a-okay should i play it for them do what you're gonna do sorry if that's hard to listen to believe that she was blonde soulmates soulmates
or married. Mm. Bang. So boom, roasted. And that's boom. kind of roasted. when and roasted. everyone. <laughs> Speech kind of went downhill after that. <laughs> um, dude, it was uh, you know, I've seen a bunch of uh, maid of honor speeches. Mm-hmm. That was the best. Thank you. Because you spoke from the heart mm-hmm. and it, it's so easy because you do love Jackie so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've just seen so many people who care about each other so much overthink that and override it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it never comes out because no one is a professional yeah. writer who does that, mm-hmm. you know? And it it's was- a hard position to put a regular person in to say in front of all of my friends and mm-hmm. family talk about well know. it was funny because my sisters were like just make mike write it for you and i was like he said no <laughs> <laughs> no because that's said not no. real that's not real no you're right and i'm glad i'm glad that it happened the way it did you know like i kept i mean in this notebook alone there's pro- pages upon pages that are just like scribbles of like ideas and stuff and whatever and i just and i was it literally was consuming me because i'm so nervous around like crowds like that yeah and I don't do well in front of crowds. Like here, it's different. It's me and you. And then like to think about the amount of people that actually listen to this podcast, it's always so flabbergasting to me mm-hmm. to realize that people even care to listen to this or even like to listen to this. It's yeah. such like a weird thing for me when they're like, I love the podcast. And I'm always like, huh, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know what to say really. Cause that's all you gotta say. Cause that's genuine. And that's the reason why people like listening to you is because you're, you're not put on, you're not like doing, you don't have red light syndrome. You're mm-hmm. not one, you're not one person when the cameras start recording you're not another person when the cameras stop recording. Mm-hmm. You're you all the time. Mm-hmm. And and you might think that you didn't write a speech, but in writing all the drafts mm-hmm. to the speech, mm-hmm. you got out what you didn't feel comfortable to say mm-hmm. and and you said what felt the best. Mm-hmm. So you did write your speech, but you it's like you wrote it on your heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's very cute. Well, what's the next question? And we have another question. This is from Nana saying, why did Mike say those terrible things about me? <laughs> why did you, Mike? I would never. Dude, would the never. first thing my grandmother did was make me crepes. Sweet angel. Yeah. She literally, we got in from the airport. We took a red eye and we got in from the, uh, from the airport and she goes, we don't have milk. And she sent my mom out at 6 a.m., <laughs> 6 30 a.m to go get milk so that she could make me crepes she's perfect they were gone that night i didn't have any Mm, mm -hmm, i know i did have some brick brick that my mom made made so good oh boy i was having what i would call severe stomach problems the day before yeah day before during that show during the connecticut surrounded shout out shout out one time where's any musical (laughs) Tickets on sale. Uh, I had severe stomach problems. And I was so nervous to, because we had dinner at your mom's the next day uh, with the whole family. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous because I didn't know what I'd be able to keep, not down, but Mm -hmm. inside. Yeah. Mike was pissing out his ass. Keep, what do you call that? I didn't know, I didn't want to keep, I didn't know what I would keep. 
push out. Yeah. No, it's like if you keep it down, you're trying not to throw up. Right. What is the, what's the, keep it in. I was trying to keep it all in. <laughs> Along with his anus. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, and thank you for remembering. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, RIP. I'll Mike's never anus. forget. Dude, but um, I was so nervous because I knew the food was going to be so good. And then Vialta put so much of it on my plate. Uh-huh. Like it, she gave me a big piece and I'm like, okay. Here we go. I'm not going to take something off my plate. Right. And she didn't know how yeah. I was feeling. Yeah. Um, but finished it all and could have gone back for seconds. Yeah. Was a little bit nervous. Nervous, yeah. But um, so, so, so good. It was so good. So good. Anyway. Yes. We'll do one more. Okay. This one says, did you have any doubts before you got married? Hold on. There was another married one. Hmm. Is that not recording again? It doesn't look like it. But there is uh, space on the card. That's good. It's recording now. Quit being a ho-ass ho. Oh, man. Is that going to be a mess later? When Sorry. I have to send footage. <laughs> send Fougier. Fougier. Sorry. We'll figure it out. Fougier. Um, Were there any doubts? We'll just do a short one, and then I want to do one more. Okay. Let me cross out the ones that we've done. Yes. Zoe, you have any doubts before you... That's... All of dating is a doubt, doubt that you're yeah. going to get married. From I mean, the second you... From the second you go out with a person for the first time or make out with the person for the first time or whatever, mm-hmm. to the second you are... I'm going to say engaged, but that is... You know, because even engaged isn't being married. Mm-mm. It's just promising that you're going to get married. So hopefully by the time you're engaged, there's no doubt. Yeah. But you're still in doubt because you're not married yet. Yeah. So all of that, yeah. all of before married is doubt. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think that prior to getting married, there was doubt just because for me, I didn't know whether or not I wanted to stay here. Now, remember, we got engaged, what, two years after moving here? Yeah. Two, three years. Mm-hmm. And I was still in a very weird situation. And I hated it here. And yeah. it was really hard for me to tell Mike, like, I want to go home and have make him leave because I wasn't comfortable here. Like there was no way that I was going to allow that to happen. Uh But being the people that we are and the love that we have for each other, you work your ass off, right? And you work your ass off to make things work. Marriage and relationships are not easy. Mm -hmm. They're not an easy thing. Anybody that tells you that it should be cake and whatever, whatever, it's bullshit. It requires work. Yeah. And, the day we got married, I, there was not a doubt in my mind that I didn't pick the most perfect person for myself. I'm going to say, honestly, that from the minute we moved in together for the first time, that's when I knew that you were the one. I remember thinking in my mind that if we moved in together, it's it is... I knew by that point in us knowing each other that I wanted to be with you for 
the long haul after that, starting when we moved in together. And I guess there's always that little bit of like, what if we can't coexist in the same space? But I never thought we wouldn't be able to. I never thought we were going to break up after we moved in together, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. No. No. I had a lot of doubt before that a lot. I entered the relationship based in doubt. Which is how I almost fucked it up. Mm -hmm. But I was so dizzy from the last shit and then making myself stupid promises mm -hmm. that I would never let myself get in a situation where I didn't see myself getting broken up with again. And um, so I started the relationship based in doubt. It, it That's no fun. Yeah, no. No. No, that's not fun. No. But yeah, anybody... A relationship is work, people. Yeah. It's work and it's a lot of work. Relationships are also a little gay sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're fucking hard, you know? It's, yeah. It's just, it's frustrating at times, you know, and we have our, our shit sometimes. I mean, not very often. I think my biggest thing is, you know, wanting to spend more time with you. Because mm -hmm. we don't get enough time. Yeah. So. Being home with you was very nice. Yes. And having these couple days before you go back to work was very nice. Yeah. And it's going to be shitty when you go back to work. But we're also getting into that mode again mm -hmm. as we do. I feel like we've talked about this thousands of times. It's just kind of what happens with our life. And mm -hmm. it's part of how we work together. Mm -hmm. It's like we bust our ass and we don't see each other at all, really. Mm -hmm. It's very limited. Mm -hmm. And then we get to go somewhere together. Mm -hmm. And then we're very thankful for that. And then we yeah. talk about getting back into yeah. um, the usual, which isn't our favorite. No. But even when we go home, so there's like we have to not be home in order to spend time together say yeah so when we go back to the east coast uh -huh. we stay with our parents right yeah you stay at your parents i come over sometimes and stay the night I or whatever she climbs yeah. in through the window it's very funny um i don't know if i've told the story about your dad reluctantly giving me the house key yeah <laughs> um but now i cherish you're just a friend it is a like girl, yeah, according to my yes dad. <laughs> um but we got home on a Tuesday morning. I didn't see Mike until Friday afternoon. Yeah. And that was the first time I had seen him all week. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, granted, we were both very busy and all of them, whatever. Yeah. But it was just, it was really funny the way that whole thing happened. We go on, I wouldn't call it vacation. Uh -uh. We go home together. We have to schedule time together. So. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, what are your plans for today? That's why we're going to be together forever. Yeah. Yeah. Famous last words. Yeah. But it's because we don't see each other very much. Yeah. Same thing was told to my parents when yeah. they first started dating. Yeah. Because they were both working like crazy too. Yeah. They were working like cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. No, it's more about rain than anything else. We'll yeah. save the other questions for the next episode. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as you guys know, you can always send questions into the Instagram and Lex will, uh, get those to us. Um, again, thanks to everyone that listens. As you know, Mike has shows all the time. You can go on MikeFalzone.com 
and look for shows and my Instagram story um, is a great way to find out about random shows that pop up throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Going to be some traveling soon. I'm waiting on tickets if they're not already out for Seattle. Ooh, I can't wait for that. Come to Seattle. I'm coming. Okay. I'm actually going to go see my sister and not so much go to your show. But. Same. But I have someone who looks like me that sounds enough like me. We're teaching him. We have him in speech classes. Great. So he um, can deliver my jokes like me. Yeah. His name is Mike Falzone. His name is Mike Falzone. No um, sus- but aren't no you going to be in Palm Springs? Yes. Next, this weekend? Yes. October 14th and 15th? Probably. Huh. I'll be there too. I took the weekend off. Poor Lex. Lex also does my booking for uh, for work. And yeah. I was like, hey, I need this weekend off. And she was like, for real? You know what Lex <laughs> loves? Butt rock. No, she doesn't. Anyway, this was fun. Thank you so much for listening and watching. As you know, Patreon.com is a tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hurt on cash. Hard on, hard on hurt, cash. You hard say. on cash. Make it hard. Make it nice. Make it real nice. Um, what? And our $10 group gets a shout out. And that goes a little something like this. Uh, Joseph Capriccio. Capriccioso. Make it hard. Make it nice. Make it real nice. Shannon Haynes. Make it hard. DLD, Patrick Simpson, Ernesto, I missed this one last week, Raja, Elizeus, Joe Terzan, <laughs> Louis and Odette, Lauren Chauncey, oh, one, one, sh- one time shout out to, I, I always say Louis, but I think it, it is Luis, no? Luis? Uh, for always being so accommodating to Mike and I when we Literally need accommodating. Literally uh lauren chauncey paul gilliam steve deergo chris mccarthy trevor the Warefishy, joe penn happy birthday starlight jj mctoots rachel last name mike genie alan garcia connie tryon isabella sparkles and taro baez uh frankie matos music in our short years we come long way um Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCB, PB and J, um, Admam. <laughs> this is fucking me up right now. I need to take this out. Um, Emily Paget, Caleb Perkins. <laughs> I hate you right now. Ow, it's stuck in my hair. Ow, ow, ow. ow. Okay, here we go. Uh, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh. Someone tell Aaron, Jackie Hammond, Paige Junzen, a uh, guy with long hair, Jizz Cronson. Jizz Cronson? Yes. Happy birthday, uh, Month Mike, Anna Valles, Benjamin Putz, Bleth Blush. <laughs> it really fucked me up last week. Uh, Snuggle Pig H, uh, Ryan Ashbrook, Camille, uh, Camille, uh, Christina Camille, Jesus Christ, uh, Josh Jinston. You come back here, Josh Jinston. Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, <laughs> Jules Run, Grant Levisur, Chad Clark, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, Evan Canoe, 
Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magna Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Ben Married for One Year Fuchs. Theodore's Karen Bellis, Janisha Tutton, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bibistein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Illa uh, Luminos, uh, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay, Danielle D. Verona, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob Devereux, thank you for answering my phone call. And I know you're working, so I know that's annoying. Um, Don Go Chase in Waterfalls, Nestor DeLeon III, Luis Hernandez, Alexander Legowski, Monique Quisps. Wow. <laughs> Monique Quistorf. Uh, Jamie Garner, Troy R., Cody Osalas, uh, Felicia Shimbari, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you and we thank you. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Uh.